Welcome to another inspirational message from Church on the Rock Pal. Thank you for listening. And if you would like more information, you can visit us at www.therockchurch.co.za. But the Word of God does declare that without faith, it's impossible to please God. And so there are times when we need to just trust God in faith and say, God, I'm trusting you. And it pleases God. I do believe that. And uh, I've seen the fruit in my own life. Uh, I've been there. And uh, I know God's uh, got the future in his hand. Amen. I'm glad to be in the house. Any South African rugby supporters? Hallelujah. We won't ask for the all black supporters because this is a church that is 100% South African. Hallelujah. And I love their uh, line. I love you, Rodney. And I love their line here that says, stronger together. And I believe that's true. And so I want to encourage you to, um, if you're married, come to the marriage boot camp. If you're anything, come to the marriage boot camp. But if you're married, go to the marriage, uh, what, what are you calling it? Marriage course. Oh, my head said seminar, but nothing's more boring than a seminar. I'm ADHD. I hate seminars. So um, it's going to be exciting. And tonight I'm going to be shouting. My blood is green. We've got some par players on the field. And that is exciting. Support your region. Support your nation. And, uh, and let's believe for the best. Amen. Are you ready for the word? Have you ever noticed how family members, especially kids, take on the momentum and the mannerisms and the phrases of their family members that are around them? A mom said it made her think, is that how I sound when one of the little ones yelled at their brother because what they said was mimicking her? And the mom was like, what? And often when an athlete does well, a commentator will say, his dad played the sport and it's in their genes. Have you heard that? Or they are chip off the old block. And it's because we pick up mannerisms when we immersed, when we are around someone long enough. We say, oh, it just comes naturally. So today I want to talk about being naturally supernatural. Are you with me? If you are with me, Repeat after me. My heart's open. My mind's ready. I won't be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, there are some things in your life that only come supernaturally. And John 15, 5, Jesus said this, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. I spoke on this passage last week. If you weren't here, please, it's on our uh, uh, webpage. It's on our podcast. It's on everything today. Listen to it. It's the foundation for this message. But Jesus said, I am the vine. So number one, we get the branch. The Bible says that you and I are the branch. Somebody say, I'm the branch. And that is where we see the fruit grow. Excuse my voice. Number two. Jesus says, I am the vine. That's the part that's in the ground. That's the roots. It receives nutrients. It takes water from the soil and sends it through the rest of the vine and sends it to the branches. And Jesus says, I am the vine. And number three, 
He says, my father, in the passage before that, is the gardener who attends to the vines. He tends to the branches, making sure that they're pruned, making sure that they are bearing fruit. And so the father takes care of all the things that we want to accomplish in our lives. And so he says, it's your job. It's not going to help, but thank you so much. I know, it's sexy, eh? <laughs> no, it's annoying. It's annoying by now. <clears throat> Praise God. <clears throat> okay. So what he's saying is, it's your job to remain in the vine. And so last night, last week, we talked about fruitfulness. And it's easy to hear a message like that and then get pumped up, you know, whoa, yeah, yeah, you know, and, and say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to move forward in my life. But many will revert to going, I'm going to do better in my future. I'm going to try harder. I'm going to make it happen. And, and, and we're going to like white knuckle our way to a better Christian journey with God. We don't necessarily phrase it that way, but we think it. I'm going to be more peaceful. Peace coming to my life. You know, fruit. Got to have more fruit in my life. Godliness happen, happen now. And so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do, I'm going to show up to church. I'm, I'm going to serve. I'm going to go to those growth steps and to that, 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 those courses that they're running. You know, I, I am going to get into a small life group. I'm going to go all in. And all of those things are good, but the approach is wrong. We do it like we approach weight loss. I hate it, but I'll do it. It's miserable, but you know what? For my cholesterol's sake. And we tackle fruitfulness and growing in our faith like we're just enduring it. I'm going to bear fruit. I'm going to be a good Christian and, and I'm going to love God. I'm going to love people better. I'm going to be less offended. Be less offended. I'm going to be more forgiving, more forgiving. But eventually it wears off because it gets exhausting. And within a short while we're like, yeah, I, I'm not into this. this. This is really hard. You know, if this is godly living, um, it's not for me. Or even worse, we begin to feel like a fraud because we don't really want to stay. So we show up feeling like we're faking it and not making it and, and we're quitting on the inside. We've got the smile on the outside, but we feel unworthy. God must be unhappy with me because I can't seem to do this Christian thing. But just maybe we are approaching it wrong. You know, I've never walked by an apple tree. And as I walk past the apple tree, I listen closely. And I hear the apple going, ah, ah. what's the tree doing? Ah. And the tree's there going, oh, I hope I make apples. I hope I make apples. I want to make apples today. I've never walked up to an apple tree that's full of apples. And suddenly saw that in amongst the apples, there were some oranges. No. Come rain or sun, guess what? Just apples. It's, it's not that they're there going, oh, oh, uh, I, I, I don't know. Can I make this for one more season? You know, I, I, 
I'm really, I made apples turn out last year. Can I make apples come this year? You know, uh, this was really an iffy year. You know, uh, I really thought maybe oh, bananas were coming this year. In fact, I was convinced bananas were coming. Man, I had a hard season. I was offended by that tree, three trees down over there. And, and I thought for sure that this year uh, I, I, I was uh, going to maybe make apricots. Thank goodness I managed to make some apples. No, you don't hear that. Why? Because as long as the branch is connected to the trunk and the trunk is connected to the ground and the nutrients, what happened? It naturally bears apples because that's what apple trees do. They bear apples. Orange trees bear oranges because that's what they do. They naturally grow oranges. Grapes grow on the vine because that what that what wine or vine grapes produce. Amen. Are you with me? And in God, what doesn't come naturally out of your life can come supernaturally when you connect it to the vine. Just because it doesn't come naturally, it can come, somebody, it can come supernaturally into your life. And that's what happens when we connect it to the vine. When you remain, when you remain, and so many are saying, I'll try harder. I'm going to, you know, do and be better. Forgiveness, forgiveness. I must forgive. I must forgive. No wonder some people come into church. I hope not you. But, but when they experience Christians, they like, that's not for me. They look miserable. They look like they hate life. They look like they have no joy. I have more joy with the life that I'm living. Because our Christian life was never meant to be lived that way. It was meant to happen supernaturally. How? I remain in the vine. I stay connected and plugged into the vine. And when I do that, guess what? All the nutrients that come through the root system, all the things like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, they all start coming out of my branches. And the more I stay connected to the vine, the more they come out. And all of a sudden, I look around and peace is coming out of me in the middle of the chaos that's going on around me. And guess what? I'm less offended than I used to be. I have more forgiveness to offer than I used to. Why? Because I'm staying connected to the vine. Not because I'm trying to do more. I'm trying to work harder. I'm trying to be better. Maybe this isn't about I'll try to be more fruitful. Maybe to move forward, I must go, I'm going to be more in love with Jesus than I've ever been in my life. I will be more connected to the vine because my power isn't in me. The power is in the vine. So I'll stay connected to the source. And if I do that, the fruit will come. And a lot of us are getting the cart before the horse. If you have no source, then you have no fruit. Did you hear me? If you have no source, then you have no fruit. Because it doesn't come naturally. What does come naturally is the old fruit. Because everybody is producing something. Old fruit, such as bitterness that comes so easily. You know, lashing out at others, cutting people out of your life, gossip, all that fruit comes too easily. 
but now you connect it to a new source. It's a flowing that's coming to you. There are new nutrients, and it's supplying you with something new. You've got a new power, a new way of connecting to live the life that God intends for you to live. And here's the problem. Some of you are thinking, Pastor, I know Jesus. I'll be, I'll be saved for a while. But some of that old fruit, man, it just keeps showing up. It does in all of us. Amen? Even your pastor. Live in my house. It's what the Bible calls the flesh. That sinful old part of it. That's like, you know, it, it, it comes up and you just say, I'll give you a piece of my mind. Eh? You met Jesus and you thought that was gone. But then you get riled up. And it's like, whoa. That flesh side of you is the part that wants to go back to the old way of thinking, the old way of living. And the enemy that wants you to go down that road will say to you, do it. Come on, say it. It, it, it'll feel good. And it does for a second. But then the shrapnel of it and the shame and the guilt comes. Because here's how the enemy works in your life. He'll go, go ahead, say it. Do it. Post it. Think it. Speak it. And the moment you do, he goes, hey, aren't you a Christian? I thought you were saved. I thought you were a new creature. <laughs> he will tempt you. And then shame you in a moment with the very thing that he tempted you with, that he tried to tempt you into. Are you with me? He will then condemn you on top of it. You've got to understand, he's a dirty player. Don't play his game. But here's the deal. It is, it is faith, I believe, to live according to the new source of power that you have. You have been connected to the vine. That's what it says there. Amen. And I want you to get this. Most of us think living by faith is going, I'm believing God for the big miracle. And we, we, we tend to have that come across our lives, you know. So, and, and it's a spirit. Amen? Amen. I lived under that spirit. I never really enjoyed church. Because whenever I said, hey, man, our church is doing something great. Someone say, how old's your church? Oh, we, da-da-da, 10 years old, whatever it was back then, five years old. Oh, how big are you? Oh, we're about uh, 200 people. Oh, that's fantastic. Praise God. You know, Willy Wonky, he stood on a street corner and started a church, and within three days, Willy Wonky had a church of 5,000. Oh, okay. It's a spirit that tries to diminish your God in your life. Sounds spiritual. Don't allow people to speak into you. And I, and I said this last Sunday night. We accept that sin is sin. Amen? Amen? No small sin, big sin. It's sin. A miracle is the same. No small miracle, big miracle. You're healed of toothache. Praise God, you're healed of toothache. Because that spirit will come along and say, oh, you were healed of toothache. Mark, Mark was healed of cancer. But praise God for your toothache. Diminishes you. When that person meets Mark... They say, oh, I heard you were healed of cancer. Praise God. You know Willy Wonky from the chocolate factory. He had no arms and God drew his arms. What a miracle. You were healed of cancer. Diminishes your God. It's a spirit in the church today. Don't allow anybody to diminish. God healed you of a headache. You praise God. Praise God. My voice, I'm trusting him in Jesus' name to get it back. Hallelujah. And we believe faith is believing for the big.
big miracle. And it gets perpetuated. You know, so when we're in a season of prayer, we believe in God for, for the big things. But we can live faith, listen to me, and we need to live faith day by day by day. Every day we need to live by faith. It isn't just believing for healing or transformation or freedom from addiction, etc. It's not just the, the big mountaintop experiences, the big mountain things. Oh, that's what I'm believing. Oh, I'm, I'm trusting God in faith for the big breakthrough. No, it's saying I am connected to the vine and the nutrients of the vine and the supply of the vine is accessible to me. So therefore, I have everything that I need to live today in the way that God intends for me to live today. I believe that is living by faith. Are you following me? Each and every day, I'm living by faith. I'm not living according to the old life. I'm living by faith in the Son of God who died and gave himself up for me. If Jesus said it, then I'll stay connected to the vine because he said that apart from the vine, I can bear no fruit. I can't bear fruit apart from him. But if I stay connected, I will bear fruit. So today, Jesus, I'm remaining in you. I'm staying connected to you. I'm loving you. I'm living for you you and fruit will happen in your life it doesn't come naturally but it will come supernaturally if you're with me say amen, amen. you then get a different perspective I can forgive those who offended me not because oh, I've got to forgive them no I've got the life of the vine flowing in me and he's giving me a supernatural ability to forgive even when it's hard. Do you see the difference? It's not a small difference. I mean, this is a, a, a chasm. Apart from me, you can bear no fruit. It is not like you're going, ah, I've got to have peace in my life. Peace, come. No. You're connected to the vine. And he, Jesus, is the vine. And he is peace. He is the peace of God. And that peace that passes understanding is filling my life and mind in Christ. So the more I continue in, the more I continue in, which is what the word remain means. It means to continue in. What happens? The more peace flows in. And the more peace flows in. And another day goes by. And I remain. And another day goes by. And more peace flows in. And more peace flows in. And I remain. And I continue in. And more peace flows in. You know, some of you look at other people and you go, well, they are just super Christians. No, 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 no. They've just been remaining a little bit longer than you. That's it. And the more you remain, the more peace you'll have. And the more you remain, the less offended you become. But you'll get to a place where you look back and you go, you know what, that thing doesn't bother me anymore. It's no big deal. It's not, I must do this. Amen? Oh, I must do this and I mustn't do that. It's, you know what? It doesn't even raise my blood pressure anymore. I've just learned in my spirit, it's not even worth it. Are you following me? Because you're receiving from the vine. But today I also want you to see one more thing that you receive from the vine. There are many. 
I mean, it could be a season on preaching on this, but we're going to deal with this one thing. And what I'm talking about, you receive by faith. Just as you receive Jesus by faith. Remember, Jesus said, if you confess your sins, I'll forgive you. And you believe that, you confessed him as Lord, and you receive that by faith. What I'm talking about, it's the same thing. You receive it by faith. Are you ready? You receive identity. You receive identity. Listen to what uh, John said in John 1.12. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become what? Children of God. Children of God. You have identity from the vine. You are not who you or who anybody else has said you are. You are who God says you are. You are not who some friend that turned his back on you or her back on you says you are. You are not who some influencer says you are. You are not who that voice that spoke over your life and spoke death over you and defined you and tried to give you life. A definition says you are. You are not that person, only the creator of something can divine it. And the creator of the universe, the one who knit you together in your mother's womb, according to Psalm 139, says to those who believe on his name, you are the children of God. If you said yes to Jesus, you are not anything from your past. All things have passed away. All things have become new. You are who God says you are. You are a child of the living God. And because you are a child of the living God, you have certain rights. You have certain privileges in your life. You've been grafted into the vine. You are part of the family of God. And your identity flows from that. So I'm not who, who my experiences says I am. I'm not even who my choices say that I am. I am who God says I am. And this is where we come back to living by faith. Sometimes there's a gap between who God says I am and how I behave. Not true. But just because I behave one way momentarily doesn't change my identity eternally. Let me say that again. Just because I behave one way momentarily doesn't change my identity eternally. My behavior cannot supersede the word of God. I am not that powerful. I am not that strong. My identity is secure because it was never based on my behavior. It was based on what Jesus did on the cross for me. He purchased it with his blood. And so there are times when I don't behave like I'm connected to the vine. But that doesn't negate who God says I am. So I get up and I claim John 1, 9, that when I sin, he's faithful and just to forgive me of my sin and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And I go to God. I confess I get connected back in a deeper way to the vine and I declare my identity that's living by faith it's not ah well it's Monday and, <laughs> blew it again Monday morning on the way to work <sighs> no the Bible says the righteous fall seven times where the Bible says the difference is it says they get back up again 
the righteous get back up again. So I get back up again. It's not that I have perfection. It means that I'm making progress. Are you making progress? If a year from now I'm still the same person I was a year before, there's a problem. Amen. But I've had moments where I'm offended by what somebody says to or about me. Listen, I'm now a lot better. All right. I'm a lot better than I was when we started church. It doesn't bother me as much. I think which is a good thing because we've, we've grown and increased as a church and so has the criticism as we've grown bigger. And so it doesn't bother me as much when people die, when people die, when people try to decrease God's move in my life. It used to really get me upset. Why? Because I've learned the more I remain, the more I remain, the more I remain by faith, the more I remain by faith. I'm not easily offended. I'm full of grace. I'm full of mercy. I'm full of compassion. The more I remain, I'm full of empathy. You know, I forgive those who hurt me. I love those who don't show love towards me. The more I, by faith, declare that, the more I move forward. Are you with me? I'm by faith declaring that because I don't always feel that. But by faith, I'm declaring it. I don't always respond that way. But by faith, I go, no. That's who God says I am. I will live out that identity. God says I'm that person. I'm a new creation in him. I'm a king's kid. That's the fruit I will bear in my life as I remain by faith. And yes, sometimes apricots come out on an apple tree. But I'm going after apples as I remain in the vine, day by day, by day, by day. Let me give you a few things about your identity, about who the Bible says you are. You are eternally valuable, every one of you. You are valuable. That's who you are. So whenever you feel like the enemy tells you the lie, I'm expendable. You know, I'm not needed. Nobody sees me. Nobody wants me. Say, no, I am eternally valuable. Say it by faith. That's not a statement of arrogance. It's a statement of faith that fights the voice of the enemy. It fights the lies in my mind because Psalm 139, 13 and 14 tells me, for you created my innermost beings. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. So if God cared enough to knit you together in your mama's womb and you have value in his eyes, then that's who you are. That's your identity. You have a role to fulfill. Romans 12, 4 and 5 says, just as each of us has one body with many members. In other words, one body, many members. And these members don't all have the same function. So in Christ, you are many forms one body, and each of you belongs to all the other. You have a purpose on the earth. Did you hear me? You have a purpose on earth. You are not without purpose. Some of you need to hear this a word for you today. You would be missed if you weren't here. You are needed in the family of God. That is your identity. You need to say by faith, I am valuable. I am needed. I am unconditionally accepted. Yes. Ephesians 3.19 says, 
and to know this love. Watch this. That surpasses knowledge. I am loved by a God who has a love for me that surpasses even my ability to contain it intellectually. That's who I am. I am made for community. Correction. I am made for Christian community. The Bible says, Hebrews 10, 25, 24 and 25, and let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. I'm in need of this. I'm part of it. This is who I am. So when the enemy begins to sell you lies and whenever, you know, Fruit begins to pop out every so often on the vine. You stop and go, no, no, that fruit's not the fruit I want. I, I don't like that fruit. By faith, that's not who I am. It's who I was. It's also when the enemy gets you because he'll go, you'll go in your life, I'm remaining in the vine. And then old fruit will pop up and he'll go, fake. You fraud. No, not fraud. I'm living by faith. Even though the behavior came out of me, it is not who I am. I am a new creation in Christ. I've been made new. All things have uh, passed away. Behold, everything has become new in me. I'm in a process. I'm not perfect, but I'm remaining. I'm unconditionally accepted and totally loved by the Father. I am a child of the living God. I am called and purposed by him. I am strong. I have self-control. I have love. I have the peace of God in my life. I have the mind of Christ. I am wise beyond my years. I have the joy of the Spirit of God flowing in me, and sadness will not overcome me. Depression will not overcome me. Anxiety will not overcome me. In Jesus' name, and I'm not just saying words. I am declaring the word of God over my life. I'm declaring the living word of God over my life. I'm declaring what he has said about me. This is living by faith. And it comes supernaturally when I am connected to the vine. I wasn't born connected. I was born in sin. But I have been crafted into the vine, the word of God says. And because I'm grafted into the vine, what doesn't come naturally will come supernaturally. Not because I'm on the treadmill of faith, trying my hardest, trying my hardest. No, it's because the more I'm around my dad, the more I look and think and talk just like him. You may have just got connected to the vine. Maybe it's quick, but last month, last week, it doesn't matter. And you think, oh, I'm so far behind. No, you're getting the same nutrients, the same flow, the same power, the same spirit that somebody who's been connected for the last 50 years is getting. Or maybe you're sitting and you're thinking, oh, I haven't been connected. I've wasted all my life. Can I just clear, uh, declare over your life that all the years the enemy has stolen from you, God will give back to you in fruitfulness. I believe it over and over and over and over. So I don't want you to live going, be more godly, be more godly. An apple tree just grows apple, apples in it. It comes naturally. Orange trees grow oranges. It comes naturally. A Christian produces the fruit of Christ 
but it doesn't come naturally. It comes supernaturally. His nature is in the vine, and that flows into you supernaturally. Team, you can come up. So every day, you don't live by force. You live by faith. You don't live by best effort, best effort. You live by remaining in the vine. Keep moving forward. And when you get to the end of the year, you look back and you'll see, you know, wow, I'm more in love with Jesus. I'm more in love with the vine than you have ever been in your life. You know what will happen? You'll seek first the kingdom of God. And all these other things will be added. Stop trying so hard and just remain. If you weren't here last week, I've, I spoke about how to remain. Watch that online this afternoon, sometime this week. Know this, your identity is in him. Amen. Stay connected. Remain in the vine. Let's pray. Nobody looking around at this time. Just every head bowed, eye closed. Some of you have been so frustrated in your faith or even at church. And the reason is that you've never been connected to the vine. You've never had a real, genuine relationship with Jesus. No, not religion. I'm not talking about that. That's the other spirit of this valley. No. And that's why you've been so frustrated. You've tried religion. I'm going to try to do better. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to follow the rules. No. Don't do your best. Let God do his best in and through you as you connect to the vine. And so now I want to invite you into a relationship with him. Not religion, but a real genuine relationship with him. And it comes by faith. It comes by believing that he's done all the work. And all that you have to do is trust Him. If you would say, I want a brand new beginning. I want a fresh start today. I want to know that I have a relationship with God. The Bible says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. Receive it by faith. You've got to understand he did all the work on the cross and if that is you you're sitting here thinking i need that real relationship we're going to pray together out loud and for the benefit of me knowing who to pray for and to let me know that you take in that step every head bow eye closed you say mark it's me i've been trying to do the rules but i haven't actually got into that relationship well, I was in that relationship, but I kind of lost it on the way. Today I'm reconnecting. Maybe you've never connected. Maybe today the first time to connect. If that's you, just raise your hand. Nobody looking around. I just want to know who I'm praying for. Praise God, yes. Praise God, yes. Hallelujah. Those with your hands up, you can put them down. Is there anybody else? Today I'm coming back. I'm coming to the embrace of the vine. I've been looking at the stern gardener but I haven't had the embrace of Jesus.
I need his love, his forgiveness, his, I need the fruit of the Spirit, I need his peace, his joy, his love. Praise God, yes. Hallelujah. Praise God. God's moving right now. Just let him speak to you. I want to challenge you, don't leave this place the way you came in. If God's speaking to you now, at the end of your choice right now, is eternity. Mark, that's me, I need to have a living relationship with God. I need my past water. Fantastic, praise God. Hallelujah. It's a day of new beginnings. It's a day of new beginnings. Is there anybody else? I'm going to pray right now. Those of you who raised your hands, I want you to pray this prayer from your heart. We're going to join you as a church because we don't pray alone. So just repeat after me from your heart right now. Jesus, I need you. I ask you to forgive me of all my sin. I believe you died for me. I believe God raised you from the dead. Today, I'm making you my Lord and Savior. Thank you for a brand new beginning. In Jesus' name. And everybody said a big amen, amen, amen. Come on, let's just celebrate those who made that decision. We're going to have a few words spoken to you right now by Dylan. But tonight, our blood is green. Amen. We're going to stand for our nation. I think it's good to stand for your nation. I really do. And so, until we meet again, share hope, show kindness, and shine Jesus.